Hello, Gray, your dungeon master here. Thanks for tuning into the first episode of Twenty Sided Spies. This is our first try jumping into the podcasting world, and we're really excited to have you along with us, as well as to tell this really goofy story. We got a lot of fun stuff planned, so let's get into it. Hope you enjoy. A cold breeze follows a line of wagons into the mining city of Mirabar. Gravel crunches beneath the creaking wooden wheels as the caravan comes to a halt in one of the few open squares in the city. As the rest of the caravaneers make their separate ways into the city, we see one who hangs back inside one of the wagons. His orc sits on a wooden crate, staring into space while pensively thumbing over a red gemstone. Someone calls his name. Gagak, get a move on. Startled, he snaps out of his stupor and stuffs the stone into a pouch before jumping out of the back of the wagon. As he leaves, we see the next wagon in line, made entirely out of wood and unattended. In the deathly stillness of the cold day, the wagon suddenly shakes as a chattering sound breaks the silence. Okay. Ready to play some Dungeons and, and Dragon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things. Or um, both. No. Not just one pick. Just pick one. We're gonna Dungeon or Dragon pick. We're only this is only dragons today. Oh, okay. Oh, there are going to be no fucking dungeons in this episode. Oh. There will be a dragon. Maybe. Okay. How many ampersands? Fuck it, cut that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Time. I'm Gray, I'm the dungeon master. Alex, who are you playing? Uh, I'm Alex, and I'm playing uh, Isabel Zashar, who is a draw bard. Excellent. Next? I'm Yasmin, and I'm playing Hawari, which is a uh, X-Blade Warlock Warforge. Nice. I'm Jesse, and I'm playing Jenny Jewelshard, a Horizon Walker Ring. Excellent. Triton. You're a Triton. That's right. Triton. I interrupted you. Yeah. I won't apologize. <laughs> we're going to do a game about secret agents and spies, and we're going to start right now. Like every good D&D story, we'll start at Tavern, or at least right outside of it. Uh, we see Jenny Jewelshard, Triton Upstart. How young are you? How old are you? Uh, 19. 19, you're a teen. Yeah. We're walking downtown through the busy streets of one of the largest cities on the Sword Coast, a city called Waterdeep, and you have a destination in mind. You are an intern for a semi-secret organization known as the Harpers. They promote good in the realms and all sorts of other covert operations. And you have been summoned because you are about to interview for what could be a life-changing job opportunity. Uh, how are you feeling about this interview? Oh, I'm so nervous. So nervous. Um, you have been told that you will be meeting to interview with a high-ranking member of the organization who's been there for a, a couple of years now named Gilmoira Kalanoth. Okay, stop. Oh, am I, ripping, <laughs> am I ripping bits? Oops. Yes. Um, you've been told that you're going to meet up and interview with a high-ranking member of the organization named Gilmoira Kalanoff. Um, just a quick search through, you know, company records, what you know. They're an elf. They're, you know, they're a bard. They've worked for a long time, and they are pretty good at what they do. They rose through the ranks quickly. Uh, what have you done? To prepare yourself for this interview. <laughs> what have you done with your life? What have you done? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I found her on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, 
cruise that page, but I did it on private mode, so she'll never know that I clicked on her page. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also wasn't paying for pro. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't either. Uh, definitely did some googling, found some pictures to be like, oh, you know, ye, ye old Google found it. Make sure I was like, oh, I gotta make sure I'm looking at the right person. You old, you found like the <laughs> one guy in the office. He's like, can draw someone's like, who does he look like? <laughs> exactly. Uh, really creeped around there. Overall, I've just been mentally prepping myself, reading some books, anything I can really about the place where I'm going to interview. Like, I really wanted to be ready. Okay. So you know, then, that the place you're going to interview is one of the most famous taverns in the city. It's a place called the Yawning Portal. It's old and sturdy, and it's kind of legendary as a hot spot for adventuring types. Uh, roguish heroes, ne'er-do-wells, all sorts of stuff. It is old. It runs deep in the city. And it is a famous meeting place, which seems appropriate for the interview you're about to go into. And you've been kind of following this narrow city road, making your way downtown, as it were. Walking fast. Paces. Fuck, I forgot the lines. Paces passing them. Homebound. I just knew this is a musical. I miss you, but you made it. You're on your way to the bar. And, yeah, you, you see it's, like, this is nice old wooden building, um, kind of patchwork. It seems like it's endured a lot, but has been maintained well despite this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear the rumble of folks inside. It's about mid-afternoon, you'd say, uh, just after the lunch rush, perhaps. Um, but it is still full of folks, from what you can tell. And when you make your way inside, there is this just, you know, it's a wide open space. There's a big hole in the ground That's it's famous for. There are folks of all types, um, not just your standard, like, humans and elves and dwarves and stuff. Um, all sorts of weird characters here. Guys with horns, uh, cat people, lizard guys of all sizes, um, all kinds of interesting beings here. And you, you know, are you overwhelmed by the feeling here? What's your uh, impression going into this crowded loud bar? Um, kind of already over it. Already over it. You're not into the scene. Like, I'm already just like, look at these chumps all over the place. (laughs) They just, they're just going on adventures. They don't, they don't know what they're really in for. I also uh, immediately cast Detect Portal while I was walking in just to see how true the name of the place was. Oh, yeah. It was the one thing I couldn't find in my research. Well, uh, well, how does Detect Portal work? So Detect Portal just allows me to know if there are any portals within a thousand feet and what plane they're connected to. Any one portal, correct? Any portal. Yeah. Um, there is a portal inside the bar somewhere. Not too, too far. You imagine it's probably in a cellar or a back room. Um, doesn't go to another plane, though. It's a interplaner. Not, well, not interplaner. Uh, you know, one plane only. Just to another spot on this one. That's the closest um, one. That's like, cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's cool. Why would you look at that? They really lived up to the name. Tuck- really stick to those brand promises. That's true. <laughs> tucked away along the sides of the walls are all sorts of small booths where folks are tucked away discussing business matters, private matters, the daily family news, matters. family matters, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And at one of these two tables is a mysterious group. Uh, sitting at a table is a birdman shrouded in coats across the table from a dark elf in gaudy gear uh alex describe yourself sitting at this bar with your boss oh my boss um well bell is 
very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is five foot four and like hundred something pounds. And he wears very traditionally gaudy barred clothing. Like it should look very jovial and like happy, but it is in all in black and white and gray and like dark tones. And he's got a very big uh, sun hat on his head and it's very floppy and it kind of covers his face a little bit and he but he just looks sullen in general (laughs) he's the complete opposite of what his clothing should portray as a bard okay got anything to drink water water just water maybe a little bit of lemon he's feeling fancy (laughs) (laughs) you got the cucumber water yeah i got the cucumber water he does not drink (laughs) across the table is your boss um a bird man even more diminutive than you but that's at least normal for him uh he's maybe four feet tall buried under all sorts of clothes and things it's pretty much like his beak pointing out underneath a mountain of coats and rags and blankets and things and there are numerous empty glasses in front of him. And he is chastising you of sorts. He's like, how are you going to be ready for this interview? <laughs> You're not even going to loosen up a little bit? Unwind? Sir. <laughs> Sir, I can't. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> are you sure you're going to be able to handle this? This gentleman coming in is going to be a, a feisty one. I can handle it, yeah. Of course I can handle it. There's some guy. All right, so go over. What are you going to ask? What's your role? I'm going to ask if they are ready to take the oath of the Harpers. Okay. Ready to understand what we do here and are able to, you know, undertake all the important missions that we go on. I get. Is this homework? This yes. Like homework. This is field work. F- field it's, work. But your home is in the field, so it's both. Oh, well. Yes, I will do all that stuff you just told me to do earlier before we got here. Are you sure you don't want a little something to get you uh, ready to rumble? Sir, have you ever seen me drink? No, which is why it's a big point of contention for me. Exactly. If you say so. (laughs) I will have my cucumber water, thank you. And they should be approaching any minute now. Keep an eye out for them. I'm keeping an eye out. They'll be easy to spot. They're blue. Oh, okay. Well, Jenny, as you're making your way through the bar, give me a perception check to see if you can spot the elf you've been told to meet. Um, that would be 11. 11. Um, it's pretty crowded in here. You see a couple of guys that could meet part of the description, um, but no one that seems to fit it exactly. There are three people that seem closest. There's a moon elf guy. At a bar, who's got a couple drinks in him, but uh, the big problem with this guy is that he's missing an eye. Mm-hmm. Not exactly what the person, uh, what the guys in the office told you that he would look like. Uh, the second person you see that could spot it is meets the description. Looks like an elf. Looks like a bard, uh, but they have the wrong kind of elf or a dark elf. That doesn't seem to make any sense to you. And they're sitting with someone else already. And then the third person you see is in the middle of climbing a rope down into. The big hole in the center of this bar. Uh, clearly drunk. About to go dungeon delving. Which uh, doesn't seem quite right either. You were told that they were going to be expecting you for a meeting. Not to go on an impromptu raid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not quite sure what to make of the situation. As it is. 
What's your what are your plans? What are you thinking? Hmm. Well, do I so I feel like the person going into the hole is probably a lost cause already and not someone I would want to work with anyway. Perhaps not. Um person missing an eye. You know, things can happen overnight. That's true. Uh, <laughs> the other one that I see, do I recognize or do I know anything about the person they're sitting with? Give me an either an insight or a history check. Your choice. I'm good with that. <laughs> good catch. Uh, Jesse drops his dice off the table and catches it in a fell swoop. That'd be a 16. 16. All right. Wow, that's nice. a good roll. Yeah, pretty Bad good. Um, it's hard to discern exactly who he is, mm-hmm. if he's even a male at all, because he's buried under clothes. Okay. Um, but you can see a beak sticking out kind of black like a corvid raven or a crow something like that um and he looks old uh you've you assume that it's probably a kenku Mm -hmm. which is a kind of like raven person who are good at mimicking voices you don't know any personally but uh you know that the harpers employs couple kenku well uh folks were also friends with some kenku's kenku's worked with harpers that's true so maybe I'm going to make my way over there. Okay. Fuck with some dark elves. Because also my favorite terrain is an underdark, so I'm very familiar with where they're from. Maybe I can at least make a friend who will buy me a cucumber water, perhaps, because I'm out of cash. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't come with any money? No. Oh, okay. My my, my C dollars don't work here. Why do you think I'm trying to get a job? <laughs> You're going to buy a beer with, like, six shells. <laughs> they're very pretty. I can barter. <laughs> All right, so you... Make her way to this table. Uh, approaching is this Triton girl, maybe no larger than you are, Belle. Mm-hmm. Um, and eyeballing the table as if she's about to take a seat, or at least talk to you at the table. I'm not even looking at her. I glance at her for a moment, and then my head immediately turns the other way. And I'm like, blue, but not, not, not the right blue. Also, like, maybe if I don't look at her, she'll walk away. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's giving you the cold shoulder, mm-hmm. Jenny. Uh, I take out the sketch from Gregory Google, or, yeah, Gregory Google that I met at the <laughs> office. Gregory Google. <laughs> Gregory Google. Uh, I'm going to have to write that down later. Uh, I'm at the office, and I just go, this you? <laughs> she shoves a paper in your face with a sketch of an elf you've never seen before. Bell nearly jumps out of his seat, and he's just like, and he just, like, starts and wide-eyed and just, like, looks at the paper and then looks at her. And he's like, no, no, ma'am. <laughs> Are you drinking that? Yes. I am parched. Can I please have a sippy? He's just like, hey. Belle. Please do. Glug, 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 glug. Belle doesn't know how to, re- like, react to this. He's just sitting, like, in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what? Okay, first of all, this person's insane. Second of all, this person's a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I cannot handle either of those things. I'm not good at social cues. He just turns to um his boss and he's like, is this normal surface world behavior? Oh, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Sit, scooch over a little bit, Belle. Oh, I scooch over a lot. <laughs> you, you wedge your way as deep into the corner as you can. Uh, and the coat monster 
kind of like pats at the table in front of the now open spot. He's like, have a seat. Your interview's already started. Oh, I sit down and I once again push the picture and go, do you know that this is this you? No, he's not coming. That's lesson number one. Always expect the unexpected. I, I, that's to less- be honest, I did not expect the person to interview me to not show up. So <laughs> that's the same for you. I lied to you too. But it was like you, sir. <laughs> you know I have. You know I have a thing. It's time to get over your thing. <laughs> I don't want to get over my thing. <laughs> Ask the first question in our interview. It's time to get this ball rolling. <laughs> Bell's just, like, awkwardly sits there and then kind of turns to Jenny, not looking her in the eye, just looking completely the other direction, but, like, in her direction is, like, like looking down and being like, do you, do you have what it takes to, to follow the code of the Harpers? You'll have to speak up. I'm very old and my ear holes are not <laughs> as good as they used to be. Do you have what it takes to follow the code of the Harpers? You have what it takes to interview me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good comeback. I like this one a little more already. He's like, ma'am, I assure you this is not at all what I was expecting. So let's start over. And he, he's just so clammy. He's, like, sweating. He's just like, all right, what is your name? <laughs> Jenny Jewelshard of the Planar Jewelshards. All right, Ms. Jewelshard. Do you know why you're being interviewed? Because apparently I didn't know what was going on at all. Hmm. Do I know I am being interviewed? Because I... I am I already an intern? You are already an intern. Okay. You're being interviewed for a spot on an experimental team, or so you've been told. Okay, because for a second I thought I was interviewing to be a bartender, <laughs> 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 and I was very confused. Uh, yeah, I'm here to be some sort of team bartender or something. No. <laughs> He's struggling. He's just, like, clenching his knees and just, like, looking down at the table. And he's like, from what I'm aware, unless that was also a lie, is we are trying to get a team set up with in the Harpers. It's not, it doesn't happen very often. And I was assuming that... I was interview- interviewing a man, as I was told. No offense to you, Ms. Jewelshard. Offense taken, but <laughs> go on. Because Ooh, this careful. is the kind of team that I'm thinking it is. I'm going to crush it. He's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Well, uh, you're hired. <laughs> you so... don't get to make that call, but I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> However, the interview's not that quick. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. So do I get to be like first base, second base, outfield? Shortstop. I... <gasps> no, I'm just joking. This is going to be a covert operations team. We need to know that you're going to be down to clown, so to say, with all sorts of unsavory business. 
clowns are funny men. Kind of like my partner here. Oh, he's, he seems like a very, very funny man. He's dressed like one, too. Ah, good one. I high-five the Kenku. <laughs> his, his, like, gnarled, clawed, like, bird hand is, like, nice. <laughs> I, I fully embrace that. <laughs> my name is Shriek. I, I'm going to be your boss. Does that mean I got the job? Well, assumedly. I'm going to be, if you pass this interview. Although, I think I passed it. This is going to be an in-field interview. This is part one. Part two will be coming shortly. But we just need to make sure you're up to snuff with what we stand for. We need to know that you have a, a sense of justice that is unwavering. Will you be willing to do the right thing, no matter what it takes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty... I'm, yeah. I'm down to clown. With he, that kind of He kind of stuff. leans in close. He's like, what won't you do for justice? I'll do anything for justice, but I won't do that. <laughs> Convince me. Bella uh, feels extremely I, awkward. <laughs> I, I, I move closer <laughs> to Belle. I pick up the empty cup. And I just regurgitate the cucumber water into it, and I say, "I'm so sorry, I took this." <laughs> Belle just looks at it, and then finally looks at Jenny for the first time, and he's like, "It's okay. You can just have it. I don't. I don't need it." <laughs> I drink it back up. <laughs> I'll also be, I will note that pretty much, like, my process of, like, regurgitating water is, like, a Brita filter. Like, it's actually cleaner. Probably. Yeah. Going through the gills on the way down. Bell just, like, looks at Shriek, and he's just like, what's going on? (laughs) I don't understand anything anymore. more interesting than I thought it'd be. Why did you do this to me, sir? (laughs) You need to be more out of your comfort zone. This is what that's all about. I'm very out of my comfort zone. You succeeded. Good, because we're not done yet. Oh. And he's like, so tell me a little bit about your skills. Nice. What can you bring to the table? Bell is very good at doing covert spells, music, all sorts of things. He can blend in. What can you do? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you must know about my family trying to use nepotism to get into this job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I you, don't. You don't know about the jewel shards? Well, like what should I know about the jewel shards? Uh, they're, they're some of the best sorcerers this plane has ever seen, especially, you know, all monsters across all the different planes ending up here to, you know, retire and protect the, the Sea of Fallen Stars. So you're a sorcerer? Mm, on, on my parents' side. <laughs> so you're not a sorcerer? No, they really want me to be. And so what they... does them having being sorcerers have to do with you? Well, because I've seen shit. I suppose so. Uh, you know, well, I'm a, I'm a hunter, but, you know, some of their sorcerer things kind of, you know, inherited those. I know a couple of tricks here and there, but I've also uh, can detect portals from far away. Okay. Um, I've seen other planes. I can, I'm good at tracking. I've seen shit that no one else on this team has ever seen. Like what? You know. We've both seen some shit. I'm old and he's from underground. Oh, from the Underdark? I love that yes. place. Bell just gives gives her a look, and he's just like, "Why? You know what? Sure, 
Yes, Miss Jewel Shard. Uh, <laughs> it's great. I'm also from underwater, so it's it's very very similar things. I've seen the nipple Clark. <laughs> Have you ever seen the nipple Clark? <laughs> Give me a deception <laughs> check. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bell immediately is like, I've never heard of that. Explain. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. He looks at you and he's like, "Oh yeah, tell me about it." Uh, so you know, you're of course familiar with the the planer Clark, of course. I'm not. Oh, looks like a standard buff man, but uh, his in, his entire body just covered in nipples. Mm. They shoot acid out. Ah, yeah. How yeah. far? Uh, about thirty feet uh, and sixty feet with disadvantage. Oh. I don't believe you, but it was convincing enough. Yeah. It was <laughs> enough to convince That lets me know you can improvise under pressure, and I like that about someone. Good to know. Work on lying, though. Doesn't know that it's real. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's just, like, horrified being like, sure, fake, good at improvising. Definitely true. <laughs> then, like, looks just at, like, a thousand, like, yard stare. Hurt me. <laughs> I was within the 30 feet. (laughs) Any other questions, Belle? I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I don't know how to feel. Last chance to stop me. Stop what? Hiring someone? You know I can't. I don't have that jurisdiction at all. Pretend you do. Why would you not hire Miss Julesard? I'm going to not comment on that fact, sir. Are you sure? Yes, 100%. Last chance. It's really it's weird really, you're having this conversation in front of it's me. It's really okay. <laughs> yeah, they're talking, like, around you. You're almost sitting between the two of them. And they're just, like, past you. Like, so why wouldn't you hire you? And I'm also awkwardly sipping my regurgitated cucumber juice. <laughs> cucumber water. It doesn't go down as smooth the second time. Yeah, it does. Mm, <laughs> wow. One would say in... <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, sir, I cannot make this call. I refuse to make this call. I'm very uncomfortable. Please, can this be done? <laughs> you know I don't like bars, crowds, people, women, any of that. I this happen one, to fall into a few of those categories. This one's a bit of a party pooper. I hope you'll forgive him. Uh, He'll learn. Maybe not today, but certainly enough. You teach me, I teach you. Be great. Sure. He's like, well... Are you ready for part two of your interview? Well, do I get to ask questions? Of course not. This isn't that kind of operation. Too bad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate women? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Bell. Okay, well, sure. The team needs to get to know each other. Give it a whirl. I do not hate women. I fear them. There is a very distinct difference. Oh, that's a good fear to have. Next question. Uh, <laughs> if I were to join your team... What role would I be doing, and how can I do it to my uh, fullest capacity? Why are you asking me? This one's for you. (laughs) (laughs) I assume you'll be taking whatever role Master Shriek asks you to take on the team. I don't... I don't know. Field agent. That. That one. Where is the field? Everywhere. You are in the field. You've spent a lot of time in the field. 
Do if I... you are at a safe house, you are not in the field. If you are anywhere else, you are in the field. Is this part of my paid internship, or is it for college credit? Oh, if you do well at this next part, too, this will go beyond. It will cease to be just a mere intern. You'll be a bona fide agent. Um, uh, what do you think of the office culture? What office? I'm not a fan of it. So we're going to, eventually we'll be building our own office, starting anew. But that's assuming that you'll pass the interview process. I was just like, I don't know what an office is. (laughs) Are there benefits? Yes. How long have you been with the company? 40 years. You seem dedicated and like you like this company a lot. That means I think I too would like it. That concludes my questions. You're very formal. That's good to know. Here's a good thing to keep in mind while you're out there. Rules are for suckers. But codes, now that's something. Don't break a code. A rule, sure. Break it as you need to. But if you have a code that you'll always follow, you'll be good to go. That is very good advice, and I'll write it down, even though I do not know the difference between a code and a rule. You'll learn. Yes, you have to follow the Harper's Code. Bell blurts out. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that was part of the interview, right, that I was supposed to say? Yes. I was supposed to talk about? You did forget, but that's okay. I I know you're under duress. Yeah, very much so, sir. (laughs) We'll work on that. Not the duress part. You'll have to fix that on your own. But we'll work on on your memory soon. I have a uh, very good memory, sir. Never forget that. I do not have a fantastic memory. Will you help me increase mine? Yes. I think this is going to be delightful. This is already such a good team. I'm very happy. I'm glad I wrote down my questions beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So, Shriek reaches into his infinite mass of coats. And pulls out a couple of pieces of parchment and put them puts them on the table. He's like, we're going to do a little field operation to kind of test your skills, your teamwork. Are you ready? Did you bring everything you needed for field work like you were instructed to in your interview letter? I don't know, Gray, did I? That's up to you. Oh, of course. You brought course your I... gear? Oh, yeah. I brought two of everything. Two of everything? Yeah. Including armor? Yeah. Why? Just in case. You never know what will go wrong. Alright, he's like, well, you'll need to travel light. So bring bring what you need to work in the field. I can keep the rest at a safe house for you. I don't give him anything. I hold on to all of it. Alright. He trusts your judgment. Or at least he'll let you follow your own judgment for now. He's like, are you ready for the operation, Bell? You cleared your schedule, correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> He's like, all right, good. And he kind of unfolds this set of papers out on the table. And he's like, our first operation together are going up north, way up north. There's a mining town called Mirabar. Far up there, there's two layers. Underground, they do mining operations. Above ground, they do mercantile operations. However, rumor has it that there's a group of bandits running a caravan through the city like anyone else stealing equipment and then bringing it off down the roads however no one sees where they're going they never make it to the next town on the road so they're stopping somewhere along the way somewhere off the road we want to know why where they're going and if they're taking anything stolen 
who they're bringing it to. I'm going to send you, two of you, to meet our third member, up in Mirabar, who's already waiting for you. I want you to find this caravan, find out what they're stealing, who it's going to, and stop it if necessary. Sound good? Yes. Yeah. Sure. I want to stop some thieving. Any questions? Uh, so we have to go interview another person for our team? Oh, no, they're already on the team. They outrank the both of you. So we have to interview another person for our team to be our boss? That's so strange. Okay. (laughs) Got nothing. No questions? I have lots of questions, but none of them will ever be answered, so it's fine. Let's see. You never know unless you try. It's all good. Let's Let's just get this over with. If you say so. On a side note, do I know... The third person? You do not. You've okay. never met them. Very well. I just want to make sure. I just want to role play it correctly. You've maybe been informed <laughs> that there is a third, but he's yes. he has been deliberately stingy on who they are. Well, I mean, I can only pray it's not another woman. So let's <laughs> get through this. <laughs> yeah, there can only be one. <laughs> he's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to send the two of you off two by two. Which is easy, because there's only two of you. You're going to go down to the bar. You're going to ask the barman for vodka on two rocks. Which is nonsense, but he'll know what you mean. And uh, play it cool once you do. Got it? Got it. Very good. Now go. And he sh- he kind of like waves his hands in a shooting motion. He's like, I have four more drinks to get through before I'm ready to go home tonight. All right. All right, then we do that. All right. That bar. You guys follow down to the bar. You kind of weave your way past all sorts of rough and tumble folks on your way down. Clunking my way through with my extra gear. <laughs> yeah, you're like a huge backpack <laughs> with extra shit stuffed in it. And you make it to the bar itself. There's kind of like an old human man behind it uh, who looks still pretty tough, good in shape for how old you assume he is. And he is in the middle of like a... It's still pretty busy in there, so he's kind of bouncing back and forth between all sorts of different folks who are approaching the counter. What are you guys doing? I hold up my hand until I get his attention. He, it takes him a, a couple minutes. And I'm also very small. That's true. It takes him a couple minutes, but you eventually are able to kind of muscle your way to the front and grab his attention. He's like, what are you having? Vodka on two rocks. And it looks at you. I look at him completely stone faced. <laughs> like, I have a. He's like, a, all right, great. The end of the bar. I'll get you what you need. All right, let's go. He nods to the other side. And there is a scaled dragon-looking man, about six foot four, pretty big, uh, sitting there, kind of in like a shirt that's like two sizes too small, barely fits over his big frame. Oh, and he is polishing a glass. And at the edge of the bar, with a kind of like a nice tapestry behind him. Like, what you having, friends? Vodka on two rocks? Two rocks. Make it two of those. He eyeballs these. Like, two of... Do you need four rocks? No, no, Miss Miss Jewel Shard's with me. Vodka on two rocks, please. On two rocks. Okay. He's like, well, let me just, and he kind of like reaches behind the bar, like he's going to grab a glass. And when he does, the tapestry in the wall kind of like peels itself to the side a little bit. Like something automated is kind of pulling it aside like a curtain. 
and behind it you can see carved into the wall is a small door frame. He's like, bathroom's this way. Alright, let's go. As you make your way through, there's kind of this narrow corridor that you have to kind of duck to get down into, and it winds its way towards a back of the building, kind of through this kind of maze of tunnels. It's pretty dark back here, but you've got dark vision and you can follow well enough. Um, and when you finally get to the end of it, there it opens up into this small room and you can see that same guy who was there before in the shirt, the dragonborn guy. Uh, you don't know how he got here before you're you. You're like, what? Okay. <laughs> sure. He's like, oh, you're with the network, huh? You guys ready to uh, teleport? Uh, I'm ready to what? You guys ready to teleport? You're with Shriek, right? Yes. Yes and yes. Okay, good. So we good. don't get to actually drink? No. Maybe when you arrive. This is a bar-to-bar network. Are you ready to move? Yes. You have everything you need? Yes. No take-backs. I have nothing else to live for, so yes. And I have a water <laughs> bottle of the cucumber water that is so, oh, so very delicious. Bottle? What? Uh, a flask. Excuse me? Water pouch? Huh? A cup? <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? Nah. If you wanted a cucumber water, you had to do that like five minutes ago. I thought we were getting vodka on two rocks, but you know, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're the intern. Yeah. I thought no one checking IDs and I got very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. I'll have to tell Shriek to give you the, cor- uh, the crash course on code words and the like. But that's that something was a code for word? Day. He's like, come on, come yes, on. Yes, Miss Jules. And he kind of like, uh, he clicks his heels together, like a Wizard of Oz kind of thing. And you can see this kind of ring of light flash into the floor below you. Like it's coming out of the grain in the wood. And it looks like this is ring maybe six feet across of like um, kind of an arcane symbol. It looks to you, Jenny, someone who's traversed planes before like some sort of teleportation circle. And you get the idea that this is what pinged on your kind of portal sense. Makes sense. Hey, I had a feeling this portal would be back here. Well, it is called the Yawning Portal. Yeah, I thought it was just, you know. That's about the hole in the floor. Oh. But apt enough. I don't know anything about this surface or what you people do here in it. Well, we're going to be working on our Master Shriek. I'm sure you'll learn soon enough. I'm apparently learning a lot. I'm glad. I'll be glad to hear it. Now, that's not enough. You don't want to keep your third waiting. And he gestures to the portal behind him. All right. Well, I you. guess we're going in. I dive into it. <laughs> I walk into it like a normal person. <laughs> as, as Jenny dives into it, before she hits the floor, she is just gone in a puff of smoke with this kind of, like, nightcrawler sounding like, poof, and she's gone. I sigh and, you know, love my seconds of being away from a a lady. (laughs) And then I walk in. And you, as you kind of like, as your second foot crosses the border into the portal, you two poof away. Jenny, you hit the floor. Uh, It's like a, as opposed to like the nice wooden floor from the room you were in previously, you hit the the cold stone floor hard. Uh, it's a small room, and as you kind of roll on the ground after landing, you run right into the wall, 
and you can you jostle some glass bottles around on a shelf above you. And as you look around the room, this room is pretty much just large enough to contain the circle in it. And half of the circle is covered by barrels and supplies and things in the room. And then a bottle falls off the shelf and shatters as Bill walks can through the portal. To, can I attempt to catch it? You can try and do an acrobatics check. Three. Three? Yep. Nope. Do I lose juggling? Doesn't it? You, <laughs> you reach your hand out to grab it and... You have misjudged the distance. I used the wrong uh, hand. substantially. <laughs> the bottle pretty much falls like in a, a full two feet in front of where your hand is placed. It hits the ground and explodes into glass splinters as Bell emerges from the portal too. He poofs into existence and give me a perception check as you go through. Do, 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 do. I got 18, 19, 20, 21. You were able to pick up the uh, shards of glass on the floor just before you bring your foot down on top of them. I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> you can see Jenny in a crumpled heap in the corner with her arm outstretched, uh, clearly not far enough. And he's just like, never mind, I know what happened. Let's just continue. <laughs> I'm just like giggling to myself, going like, it's been a hot minute since I've done that. Brush the dust off off. <laughs> and you hear uh, a wooden door that sounds like it's stuck, kind of being like forced open almost, up a set of like stone stairs. And you can hear this voice kind of call down to- towards you guys. And it says, uh, the hell y'all doing down there? I got lost trying no to find the bathroom. Rats. I got lost trying to find the bathroom, sir. What the fuck? He kind of, he see this like dwarven head peer down the, uh, I'm hiding. I instantly don't try to hide. Give me a self check. Twelve. Twelve. You conceal Wait, yourself. Eleven. Eleven. You conceal yourself as best you can behind. A couple of barrels on the bottom. Yeah, doesn't he doesn't seem to notice you. He's looking at Mel and he's like, What I don't know they're sending anyone today. Is that today? Y'all here for the the thing? Yes. Where's the rest of you? It's just you? They're coming. I thought there was two. No, they're coming. They're coming? Are now? In they usually do this too bad too. Oh well. I just pop up and go, Ah, I knew it. This dust everywhere. Oh, I guess she came. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, health inspector? They're not supposed to use the portal if you are. It's for official business. Yes, that's, that's, yeah, she's here for that. She's an intern. And training to be a health inspector. He kind of squints at you. Like, is this really who? I'm just cataloging. Listen, this is for my own personal research, okay? And you got a lot of dust down here. Look, can we just get out of the basement, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. It's, 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 I mean, she's not wrong. It's pretty dusty down there. Come on up. <laughs> and I can't believe Belle knocked over one of your bottles, too. I'm so sorry. About... I'm sorry. It was me. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty, I suppose. I mean, I don't, want, I don't use the basement very much. Anyway, my name's Kilbert Method. Nice to meet y'all. I'm the proprietor of this here business. Nice to meet you too. Uh, we're we were sent by we were sent by our uh, informants or whatever to come here help out. 
We're looking for somebody, a third person in our group. Ah, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Come on up. This is my place, a blown-out boot. And as you make it to the top, you can see that you're in the another bar. Um, it is immediately apparent to you that it is much colder up here. You feel like you've been transported several hundreds of miles north. And it is fucking cold. Oh, Bell's fine with that. Mm-hmm. You're good he's in the like, cold? He's from the Underdark. He's like, That's oh, true. thank God, finally, like, not a ton of sun and heat. That's true. You're relishing in the cold. How are you feeling? Oh, I love it. I have actually resistance to cold damage, and you know how cold the water can be. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm actually really digging this. I'm still wearing my cargo shorts and you know, button-up <laughs> shirt, so, <laughs> like... I'm that guy. <laughs> so you're feeling good up here in the cold. <laughs> Your cargo shorts and Hawaiian button-up shirt. Yeah. Tommy Bomb. Oh, yeah. So as you guys make it to the top, you Brand find yourself in this building that is pretty much carved completely out of stone. Like, this building was just a giant rock that this building was kind of carved out of. Um, there are some wooden furnitures placed around. There's a nice-looking bar. But it, you get the feeling that this is a bar that caters to... Working folk, people who are on breaks or people who come in when their job, they're done for the day. And there are a couple of tables in here, um, two of which are occupied. One is just two other dwarves sitting down with like a mug in their hand, taking a drink. And then the other table has three folks at it, um, a dwarf, a human, and what could be another human. And they're playing a game of dice. Um, the dwarf and the human look like they are sweating bullets, losing miserably. And the third figure at their table is looking just stoic like the other two. Uh, getting, like, kind of collecting chips just with no real emotion. Uh, Asmi, will you describe yourself? Huari is sitting up very, very classily, uh, legs crossed. It has been a little too long Mm -hmm. (laughs) since they've been called here, and it seems like people are late. So instead of just sitting in the corner, Huari has decided to have a little fun Mm -hmm. and has been dice and is winning <laughs> very hard <laughs> to these people's dismay <laughs> you're kicking these guys asses yes um, <laughs> very naturally not not trying to humiliate anyone just trying to pass some time these guys are they're trying to you get the sense that they are trying to figure out how you are cheating despite the fact that you are not oh i'm not cheating they're at convinced all. they're no. convinced you are and are trying to prove it but hand after hand they just keep on losing well, I'm sorry that they feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dwarven man, ins- who's much older than the other, um, is trying to insist on one more hand. He's like, I think I got you figured out. Just give me one more hand. If that's what you want. <laughs> I, would, like, I would advise you not to. The human's like looking at him like, I think we should take their advice and let this one lie. You should listen to your friend. Give him a persuasion check. Seventeen. Seventeen. He kind of looks at the table. He looks at the empty mugs. Uh, he, the two of them have gone through a lot. Have you had anything to drink? No. No. Mm-mm. So it's, I've heard the cucumber water is very delicious, <laughs> but I haven't had anything to drink. Uh, so like the table is empty on your side, save for you know just piles of coins and chips. Uh, their side is decidedly empty, devoid of anything but empty glasses and bad hands. And they kind of survey the room, and they're like, Emma, you're right. And he stands up, and he's like, I'll get you one of these days. 
I, I, I believe won't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. I know you're cheating and it's just going to take me two more days to figure it out. I'll be back tomorrow. No, you won't. <laughs> Why, trying to do something to me? Uh, no, I'm just letting you know the facts. You won't be here. I won't be here. You're not going to catch up to me one day. And that's fine. <laughs> He's stunned into silence. Sir, I think you'll find those are the facts. He looks like he's about to say something, and then Hilbert in the back is like, now don't get any of my ideas now. You know what happened last time. And the older man is like, yeah, you're right. I'll see you tomorrow, Kilbert. He's like, I bet you will. And the uh, the two gentlemen leave the establishment. You were sitting there with your well-won earns. Let's see, you make Uh-oh. a grand total of 19 gold pieces. Not a, not a terribly busy day for you, but you probably cleaned them out a couple of days before, and this is about all they had left on them. That's fine. It's a bonus. It's good for, you know, mission. You clean them out, yeah. and you look at the, uh, you kind of survey the room, and you can see uh, Kilbert, the guy who's kind of been giving you room and board for these past couple days, uh, and he emerges from the basement of two figures you've never seen before, a dark elf in ostentatious-looking gear, and a, a triton girl. Kind of like wear, dressed for the wrong kind of weather with a very, very full backpack. Well, a little too heavy. A little Seems bit. Like they seem be to be dealing with it okay, but okay. you know it's a little excessive. What do you do? I turn to them and I'm like, oh, finally. This must be it. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> a little too long. That was just like, but. For you. Suspiciously. For oh. you. For all three of you. Is this the person we're meeting up with? Well, not person, but close enough. I assume uh, so. So I'll let y'all meet if your business. I got I got a bar run. Oh. Hey. Take uh, a seat and who? don't play dice with them. Don't play dice. Don't, don't play don't shells. Play don't play dice with them. Don't play. <laughs> That's don't what we play all heard and I Don't play gonna... ass with them. I mean, listen, that might not be a good idea either, but <laughs> you didn't hear from me. Hey, so I won't play a game of ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's it's a game we have under C. It's Can, fine. Please explain. Uh, so you're the one interviewing for the position of our boss. No. Why do you think uh, you would make uh, a good boss? Why do you have that notebook? <laughs> I need to make a lot of notes and make sure all my uh, facts are accurate and well documented. Oh, okay. I like that. Go on. Lead. Why do you think you would make a good boss? I already outrank you. Why do you think you outrank me? <laughs> Be- because I do, actually. That's not a good answer. This interview is not going great. What am I being interviewed for? The position of our boss. Okay, that was this, like... is, this is going nowhere. I turned to the, the small elf, <laughs> and I'm like, so uh, what's happening? This is Miss Jewel Shard. She's an okay. intern who's joined us recently to be part of this mission. I think she's a little confused. It seems you already know someone with our company. How do you uh, relate to Belle? I I don't. I just met both of you. Yeah, I don't know this. Per- um, I don't know this person. I'm I'm assuming that you all came here for the, the mission. How did yes. you hear about this position? <laughs> uh, I was made for it. <laughs> Belle literally looks Whoa. at Hawaii with like like hostage eyes like <laughs> help me <laughs> uh, i don't think i can help you because i think i need help myself <laughs> so i was like 
Anyway, if I may interrupt for a moment, please. So, yes, Joshua. please, you ask some questions as well. Moving on. I uh, you are from I'm the... Isabel. I've been brought over by Master Shriek with our new intern slash frontline hopeful, Miss Jenny Jolshard. And who are you? Uh, my name is Hawari, and I am with the Harpers as well, and I'm supposed to be your third member on this mission. All right, thank God. Thank the gods. <laughs> uh, why? Because it's been, been a time. Anyway, let's continue with this mission and let us get, us o- get it over with so uh, that I may go back home. Hawaii senses some tension and is immediately uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone is Bell seems a little, uh, I don't know, quiet. Seems like a quiet person. Uh, Bell seemed to be talking just fine to me. Yeah, it's real weird. Bell doesn't really like talking to me that much. I I think you're supposed to replace them. I think that's... Oh, am I? I think that's what we're hiring for. I don't really know. I'm new to this company. I can tell. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm more than a little confused. So anyway, about the mission that we're supposed to be on. Yeah, can we yeah. focus on that first? Let's, let's do that. Mm-hmm. So, is Kilbit still with us? Kilbit is. He's okay. in the bar with you guys. You have a table at his bar, and you, personally, Hawari, have been kind of treated with room and board. The assumption being that it'll be a room for the three of you two when you all arrive. Right. So, you've been staying at the bar. You've been hanging out here for, I'd say, three days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have done whatever you liked in those prior days, um, and you would have known the kind of impetus for this mission for those three days. So is there anything you would have liked to have been doing while waiting for the rest of the crew to arrive? Um, pretty much just checking out the town, not doing much besides playing a lot of dice and uh, giving Kilbit some extra on the side for being a good host. Sweet. So so I, gi- I give Kilbit uh, four out of my gold pieces, so nice. I keep 15. A good kickback for the for the grift you're running. I mean, I I should. <laughs> I, I also slightly feel bad because I think his customers are upset. Maybe, but not your fault. I, was, I wasn't cheating. I wasn't doing Kilbit. nothing. I know. Um, so give me an investigation check to kind of compartmentalize what you've found in this time. Oh boy. Uh, just a 10. A 10? So not much, I guess. Not a ton. Um, you've heard rumors that the group of thieves that the team is looking for is a caravan. They kind of disguise themselves as a typical trading caravan. Uh, four to six wagons about, you, you've heard. Um, you've heard a rumor that they come from Luskin, which is another town way up in the north that is famous for piracy it used to be a pirate town that has recently kind of gotten past that i've heard rumors that that's not the whole story and that piracy is still rampant and you have heard rumors that um when this group goes out from town here they go somewhere off road but always make their way back um which you know sounds about right considering your mission statement but it's telling knowing that even common people know that, like, hey, there's this weird group that just goes somewhere and mm-hmm. we don't know where they go. And they always come back. Yeah. Uh, that's what you've pretty much picked up. You know that not too, too far from where your bar is located is this kind of common area for caravaneers. It's for them to kind of, like, store their wagons, 
to meet back with them. A lot of them live in their wagons, so it's kind of like this weird, like temporary community of sorts where folks working on caravans and wagons coming to and fro just kind of sit in this area, almost like a trade yard. I was thinking, yeah, like a like a truck stop or a truck pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a yield truck stop <laughs> <Yield>. of sorts. <laughs> um, and you know that's that's not too too far from where you are. It's kind of a strategic location for this bar to kind of be on the up and up. You get the idea that. Kilbit working with you is not a harper himself, but he's sympathetic to the cause. Right. Um, he obviously has a portal in the bar for you guys to use, and he kind of uses his position to kind of keep tabs on what workers are talking about and to keep tabs on these caravaners coming in and out because his bar is kind of the closest to their big truck stop right. area. Um, but pointedly enough, you haven't seen anyone come into the bar seems to meet the description of the folks you're looking for. Either they're not here yet, or they're pointedly avoiding this spot, as right. if they know. But you haven't been able to confirm one way or another. It's hard to tell, too, because they do kind of stand out. So yeah. if they see me around, it might be like, mm, maybe you, let's not go there. Are you making any efforts to disguise yourself when you go out? Mm, not really. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> stealth is not my, uh, <laughs> my strong point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you know. And now the rest of the team has arrived. What's your guys' next move? Well, we should lay a trap. We should do some sort of reconnaissance. Yes. Also, I guess lay a trap, Mr. That's what you want to do. I can't tell you what to do otherwise. <laughs> uh, reconnaissance first, trap later? Okay. Is that good with everybody? Yeah, that, that sounds reasonable. Okay. Wow, I'm really glad we hired you as our boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really are made for this. Uh, yes, also literally. What does that mean? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> when we have more time. I'm going to make a note. Put a pin in that. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's an underwater catchphrase. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We, you don't. It's fine. I'll, I'll explain later. Okay. I believe that putting a pin in something, if the surface world idiom uh, is as I expect it to be, is to make sure to leave a note of it for later to look at at a, another time. See, Bell, we're already working together great. You know just what I'm thinking. I try, Miss Jewel Shard, but I don't think that that is the case. I do a little friendly, like, shoulder bump, like, hey, we're getting along now. He jumps back. <laughs> Wide eyes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a cat. Hawari is giving hostage eyes to no one. <laughs> to the distance. Uh, is like, do y'all like want anything to drink? Water, please. Cucumber water? Cucumber, Cucumber water, please. For all three of us. Well, that's certainly interesting, huh? I have orange water. I'll take that. That's yeah, fine. That sounds delightful. Anything that's non-alcoholic, thank you. We're good Christians. He's like, now I... We're good what? I am a dwarf. Uh, proud as name, you might know. He doesn't drink. I do take uh, slight a offense. Okay. You know you. how we love our imbibements. I will... I would like to uh, enthusiastically insist, but if you are of a non-alcoholic persuasion, I cannot, you know, argue that. Sir, all I know are... I do know that my my imbibements are the best in town. Sir, all I know is that... All I know are, like, the deep gnomes that live in the Underdark. 
and they love to drink, and I respect that, but you do not want to see me touch alcohol. I am telling this to you for your own safety. (laughs) Do not let me near alcohol. Do not let me touch alcohol. I don't want to drink it, and if I do drink it, you will regret it. So just give me some water, please. Thank you. Give him your choice of either persuasion or intimidation. Um, I'm going... Oh, persuasion. 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 Uh Well, I didn't roll great, but let's see. Eleven? Good enough. He still seems a little upset. Uh, you get the idea that he's very proud of the ale he serves here. I mean, don't get me wrong. Belle doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's but, not a single part of him that cares if this man's pride is hurt. Uh, but he does cough up the orange water. All right, cool. Three glasses. Literally? No. Oh, I thought I was finally not alone. <laughs> In barfing up water. If you're going to get sick, do it outside. I, I, I got street cleaners for that. It's fine if they have alcohol. I just do not, do not drink it. It can't be done. How about it, folks? Want one of these nice cold ones? I can get you a warm one, too, if that's I, what you're into. I, I'm underage. <laughs> I'm sorry. The truth. I, 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 I would love a drink! <laughs> yeah, she, she's of age. <laughs> We give are allowed to stay at this part. Uh, give him a deception check. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Hold up. Can I slip him a couple extra gold pieces? Uh, for if, you're the gonna, trouble? if you're going to bribe him, make uh-huh. your check at advantage. So you can try again. <laughs> Seven? That <laughs> doesn't like, work. He put the gold on the table and he's like, I appreciate the gesture. But he kind of like pushes it back towards you. He's like, but I would like to keep my establishment open, if you all understand. How do you understand? That's... I can give you a drink, and once I give it to you, it is not my business what happens to it. And he kind of, like, winks. Ooh. <laughs> Quarry is torn between keeping new uh, teammates happy and also not trying to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. indifferent yeah. <laughs> about everything. All right, I'll keep the gold pieces for now. Jenny will get it figured out later. Okay. I'm still underage and would love a water. Please. Yeah, can we get some more? Staring at the ground. Of course. Just so defeated. I get y'all some water. Now, this isn't. Here you go. Orange water for the team. Citrus. Clean. Cleaner than I'd hope, but, you know. Cleaner than I'd hope. I'd hope you'd like a, a little something to sip upon, but. I can get y'all, I can get y'all there. Celebration for when the mission's done. Oh, Hawari means that. Uh, I think so. it means literally. And is like, it's clean. That's good, right? It shouldn't <laughs> be. It shouldn't be unfiltered, right? I I can help filter. You can. Yeah. Oh, this is something I'm making up right now. Oh, by saying that my body works like a Brita filter. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't know how canon this is, and I'll let Gray decide. I mean, I'll do some Triton research. There are like 20 pages ever. Yeah. Written about Triton, it's wild. So basically, do whatever you want. Sure. Yeah. In the Underdark. There is no clean filtered water. We take what we can get. So this is fine by me. In fact, having any kind of citrus in anything is a luxury. I've never had a citrus in my life before I came to the surface. So sad. 
it's the truth. You've and got it quite is a life. story to tell, huh? I have no stories. Don't talk to me about them. Well, I mean, <laughs> he kind of like looks at his seat. He's like, well, I mean, I'll say so. I'll, uh, I chug my water as I stare at him. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll leave it to your business. Thank, the, thank are, you, sir. Are the wedges <laughs> still in the water? No. Shit. Okay, that's fine. Wedges are in the tank that the water yeah, is poured from. I wasn't sure if we got a wedge or not. It's fine. I was... Why do you want a wedge so bad? If you want a wedge, wedge, I can upgrade you to the premium package. It's okay. I'm good. All right, if you say so. Just let me know if you change your mind. I was curious about some environment. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's just chugging water, and then he turns to Hawaii to try to make conversation. Like, I've never had citrus before I came to the surface. It is very good. Fruit here is very good, and apparently the trees do not try to kill you. Uh, tree, <laughs> trees try to kill you where you're from? Well, we don't really have plants, so I assume that anything will try to kill me if I get too close to it. Oh, not not everything is like that here. I've I've learned. Uh-huh. It's fascinating. Oh, oh. Right. the underdog's not as bad as Bell says. <laughs> it's fine. It's my favorite terrain. So it's good. Yeah, it's a nice place. That's chill. You have I never like been called for being a man. <laughs> I have advantages there. <laughs> Imagine Hawaii sitting in between these two chuckle fucks, just at looking table. at each of them as they talk and being very confused. Can we find some pirates. Yeah, let's do that. Let's find some pirates. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. Team makes their way outside of the bar. Looking for pirates. What's your plan? Well, we got to do some reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So we need to get near that, that little truck stop area, but we can't be too suspicious about it. Okay. Sounds about right. You're going on your way to the truck stop area, and you finally make your way there. As you're walking through Mirror Bar, um, you guys get a real sense of it. Mirabar is at the edge of a colossal mountain range that almost anyone familiar with the region at all knows is called the Spine of the World. It is so far towards the northern end of the map that areas beyond this mountain range are essentially uninhabitable by at least humanoid types like yourselves. So, Mirabar is about as far north as you can get. It is this great stone city built into the side of the mountain. And there is a subterranean lower level that is kind of like a mine slash forging community. So heat is constantly rising from this under district. All the buildings, as you guys are kind of making your way through them, are made of stone and very geometrically organized. It is a very planned city. I like this place. It's it's very nice. Everything's- it's like a grid. Exactly. It's a nice grid. Everything seems to make sense. Why aren't more um, cities like that? And the, all the groundwork is like stone, which is rare. It seems like uh, you get the idea that all of the stonework on the ground is kind of like recycled waste stone from other projects. This place is extremely efficient. It's, it's very efficient, I'm very well it. laid out. Um, Pretty green? Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Oh, There's not a lot of green. No, I meant like... Like green, like oh, economically. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's very eco-friendly. <laughs> That's great. Um, and the trash out of the water, I love. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mostly ice, though. I'd imagine. On your way here, too, you actually got to see uh, perhaps in one of your favorite features of the town. It has very thick walls, and the outer walls are sloped at an incline, so that uh, when it freezes over in the winter, much like it is now, 
a team can go up to the top of the wall and just pour hot water over the edge as it ripples down and melts the ice down. Are there any hot springs around here? Actually, probably so, yes. Uh, I'm probably in the lower district where all the uh, heat setup is. There's probably someone down there who's set up a hot spring setup. Maybe not a natural one, but utilizing all the heat in that district. Good to know. Um, and you make your way to this kind of caravaneers spot where it looks like there are let's you know let's see how many there are let's give this a quick roll there are six different caravan teams there so there are maybe just under 30 wagons total in this area in a space that is easily large enough for twice this number to kind of exist in all at once there are it's a big wide open area lots of stone you can see folks kind of taking it easy Kicking their feet up. Uh, a couple of folks are cooking. Others are kind of keeping to themselves. And the there are wagons of all styles here. Um, things from all over the region. This is a big hot spot for people to meet up. A lot of equipment is sold here. A lot of ores and jewels are sold here. Uh, it's a big destination stop. Um, and with its location up at the top of the world like it is... You get the sense that a lot of journeys either start here or stop here. Uh, a couple of folks are breaking down, uh, talking about how excited they are to get back home. And others are kind of double-checking, making sure they have everything they need for a, a long trip ahead. And that's the scene, as you guys kind of approach. Probably. So, like, this is kind of where the caravans have been, like, leaving the ones that have gotten, like, pirated? Yeah, this is the, uh, if there's a caravan going through town... Chances are they're coming through here. So they would have, they would be here or eventually be here. Probably. There, maybe we could find someone who's had their stuff stolen. Mm-hmm. Do an interview. That's what you're good at. It, I'm, I'm fantastic at interview. <laughs> Proficient in it, even. <laughs> My charisma is very low, though. <laughs> so you try your best. Yeah. It's, I want to really improve on that. Well, here's your chance. How about that? Sounds good. Why don't you go over there and interview a couple of them? Say you're writing or... A college research class on crime. Maybe not crime. Maybe it's a little <laughs> too obvious. Uh, About trade. There you yeah, go. There my go. participation in a government class. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a college other than the one for bards. So... I don't yeah, know. Don't you literally go to a bard college? Yeah, for singing, song, oh, and writing. So and... You, you go to art school. Yes. <laughs> Basically. I see. Or have you ever been to school? <laughs> no. I'm trying to get a degree. What's, what is that like? I have to write a lot of papers and I'm up a lot at night and I eat a lot of ramen. Don't worry about it. It's from underwater. It's like jellyfish tentacles. That sounds not good. Do some interviews. Okay. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Belle, how do you want to help with this? That sounds good. I'll talk to people. As Belle stares dead-eyed. <laughs> how many How many women are there down there for Belle to talk to? Uh, it's, about a, it's about an even split. Some old, some young, all different types. Uh, give me a perception check. See what you can notice. Just kind of off the top of your head. Ew. 22 good number wow. yeah. um there's a lot most of the folks here are human okay um 
you get the idea that this upper part of town is mostly human and it's mostly dwarven down below where the like mining and stuff is done. So a lot of the caravans that are launching from here are humans getting ready for the trip ahead. Um, but there are a couple of other folks here. You can see uh, a group of kind of like a, like ashy brown elves. You can see a dragonborn playing with a wooden stick. You can see a couple of halflings drinking something, kind of like a yellowish-green color over a little set-up barbecue. You can see a couple of dwarves arguing about dice. And you can see... Um, let's see. Let me get a, a roll on here. I have a question. What's up? The, the, I lost the plot a little bit. So yeah. we... And that's not your fault. That's just... I'm dumb. So we are trying to figure out how some of these caravans are just, like, going missing? No, there's a caravan that is rumored to be smuggling stolen equipment, mm-hmm. and it goes essentially off the grid. Mm-hmm. It leaves out of this town, which is a major stop. It doesn't appear at any other major stops mm-hmm. before returning to this town. So it goes somewhere. Yeah, but does but it no come back? Sure it does with, come back. I mean, but does it come back with anything weird? Not that you've been able to discern explicitly right. assumedly so no one's like actively searching yeah. these characters well i just want to like well i wanted to do like a perception check to see if anything seemed off okay give it a shot um the last group of people you notice um there's like a troop of lizard folk nat 20 a nat 20 Whoa. hell yeah um sorry so, you can go ahead and do your thing first no no yeah um checking out these is so if if Jenny's checking out the people, you're checking out the wagons. Yes. And there are a couple of interesting things you notice. Some of these wagons seem like they're from far off places. Mm-hmm. The way that they're built doesn't seem to match some of the regular setups here. But the weirdest ones that catch your eye, there is a set one that you can see that is made entirely of wood, which is odd for a wagon. Wood's not ex- especially sturdy. Um, you can see a couple that are made of metals that you've never seen before are kind of bright and uh, shine even when there's very low light on them like there is now as the sun is kind of going down. You can see one wagon that is little more than like a couple of boards stuck on a wheel and that's a one that a bunch of uh, lizard men are kind of sitting around hooting and hollering about something. Um, But the thing that catches your eye most of all is that the wagon that is made almost entirely of wood um, out of the corner of your eye, just as you're about to look away, you can kind of see it shake. Uh, although there is no person that, as far as you can tell, is kind of like leaning on it, pushing at it. Seems like it shakes on its own. Hmm. I'm going to go towards it. All right. As casually. You, casually. As you casually approach, you can see a dragonborn sitting out front. He's not nearly as big as the one that you met in the bar prior. Um, he's kind of stringy, still pretty big. Dragonborn are big folk. Uh, he's still over six foot tall, um, but he is kind of leaner, and he's wearing very natural-looking clothes. You get the idea he might be a druid or a ranger, something like that. And as you kind of approach, he kind of looks up from what he's doing, which seems like tying flowers into a stick. He's like, oh, hey, what's, uh, what can I do for you, stranger? I'm doing an interview for college credit about trade. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. like to interview you. Jenny is like also horrified listening to going like, 
That was what I was going to say. <laughs> I need a whole new thing. He raises an eyelid at you. He's like, ah. He stole Give it. me a deception check. Oh, hell. 21. 21. You know what? He rolled very high, but that still beats it. He's like, okay, college, sure. Where are you studying at? The College of Whispers. You don't know it. It's in the Underdark. Makes sense. You're of the drow persuasion. Yes. What's, uh, so, uh, what are you, what are you curious about? Just wondering what you trade in. I'm doing an interview for trying to figure out, like, what everybody does here. Like, uh, trading and shit. He's like, oh, well, I'm not much of a trader myself. I'm just here to watch the ox. And he kind of points over his shoulder, and you can see um, the network of caravans, or network of carriages that this guy's kind of working with. They are not pulled by horses. They're pulled by oxen, which mm-hmm. is common enough up in the tougher northern regions like this not as fast for sure but they're strong and they can deal with inclement weather better than most he's like uh i'm just here to attend to the oxen you know make sure that they're on track i'm a druid so i can kind of communicate with them better than other folks yes it's fair i've never seen such a creature before in my life they're big right they're pretty big it's a beautiful creature sure um I, I, I have a question. Since you are not trading, functional? what are they trading? That wagon seems to be shaking very strangely. Oh, this guy? Actually, I can uh, the oxen like to bump into it every once in a while. They like to kind of like scratch their horns on things. They get itchy, you know? Can I do like an insight check? Yeah, go for it. Oh, not very well. I got a six. Six? Seems truthful enough. I'd be like, I, do not, hard to read, I do not understand what oxen do, so I assume that is correct. And uh, he, he kind of looks back and he's like, well, I th- it kind of changes from time to time. They're more of like a, they run up and down the region, taking what seems most interesting to them. But since we're stopping here, we're probably going to pick up some mining equipment, bring it down south where the folks need it. You know. Why do they need mining equipment down south? What's down there? It's a mine. What's know. a mine? A mine? It's a tunnel. You get rocks and stuff. Like, how old are you? <laughs> I am... And he's thinking about, he's thinking Uh, about, like, terms, (laughs) and he's like, I am the first year that you are in college. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I haven't been to school, so, beats me. I am also an elf, so, ages don't apply the same way. Uh, I'm 13, so, nice to meet you, I suppose. Yes. And he kind of like... Holds out his like ridged hand. And he says, "My name is." I have it written down. I'm Dazan. Nice to meet you. Why are you showing me your hand? It's it's a polite thing. I'm sorry if I've offended. And he kind of puts his <laughs> hand away. <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no. I'm not offended. I just don't understand." That's a handshake. What's a handshake? I hold out a hand, and then you grasp your hand with the opposite hand. If I touch you, though, you have the ability to pull me in and stab me in the back. Will you stab me in the back if I touch you? No. Why would, why would I do that? You have no more uh, information for me. Thank you for your time. I will leave now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And you're gone. All right. Uh, 
<laughs> did, did we get anything from that? How'd that go? How was it? He is 13. He is huh. a druid, and he looks after the ox, which apparently knock against some wagons sometimes. I've never seen an ox in my life. They're very large creatures, but majestic in their own way. Uh, <laughs> okay. They looked very majestic uh, from, from our, our point. I, I have a... You know, I can speak to animals, right? Speak to them. Yeah, you never what, asked what, me. What? Yeah, no one ever asked me in my interview what kind of stuff I can do. Shriek explicitly <laughs> asked you what kind of stuff you can do. And you just answered. <laughs> you answered with like I don't know spreadsheets or something. What did you yeah, say? <laughs> really good at cataloging the Dewey Decimal System. I want to check. I also want to check out the weird metal wagons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, go for that first. Uh, do I you want to distract some people and I'll talk to the ox? You don't have to be distracted to talk to. I mean, I don't know. I think it's gonna look weird if a fish person walks up and says, "Hi, ox. Uh, what shady stuff are you up to?" Who is nearest to the ox? Dizan, the druid. Oh, the uh, dragonborn druid. Okay, is I wonder. Dizan, the dragonborn druid. D d d d d I wonder, is he the suspicious type? He doesn't seem like it. He seems unassuming enough, just kind mm-hmm. of sitting there. He is kind of mm-hmm. playing with greens, but assuming that he brought in with him, because there's nothing growing around this part of the town. Uh-huh. Um, he's He looks like he's mending some sort of druidic staff. Okay. Tying some, like, blades of some sort of grass to it. Mm-hmm. Reptile people. There are. There are some lizard folk that are around pretty crude wagons. Um, it seems like it's a little more than boards kind of stuck onto, like, salvaged axles. So, and we're trying to find smugglers. Yes, and, yes. and looking at these high metal ones, um, as you kind of approach them, it seems like it's, you get the idea that it's a one caravan, or one carriage caravan. Mm-hmm. A caravan in name only. Mm-hmm. It's run by two dwarves who are arguing about dice in front of their car. Um, but the car- the carriage itself is exquisitely made. It's extremely finely carved. There are kind of if it's almost like a when you laser cut a name or a design into a sheet of metal. It's like very fine, barely below the surface detailing all throughout. It seems extremely sturdy. Others are kind of swaying a little bit as like a wind pulls through the area. This one not at all. It also seems extraordinarily heavy and. You can't tell what, if anything, pulls this thing. Because it doesn't look like they have any beasts of burden nearby like every other caravan group here. There's a bunch of dwarves there? There are two guys out front, both of which look middle-aged. There's a man and a woman, and they're arguing about some sort of dice game. I walk up to look at the caravan. While you're doing that, Mm -hmm. let me play dice with these people, inviting them to a game, so they don't see you just snooping around their business. Alright, so you're going to distract them with the dice game. I'm going to try. And so while we're doing that, so you're going to distract them with the dice game, you're going to check out, or Hawaii's distracting with the dice, Belle is going to check out the wagon while they're distracted with dice, You, Jenny is going to check out the the oxen with the druid. Alright, so who wants to go first with this? I want to know how this dice game personally okay all right so we'll go with hawaii first all right uh you approach these two dwarves who are mm-hmm. arguing about a dice game 
you, you hear that they're playing Liar's Dice, a game mm-hmm. we're familiar with, mm-hmm. um, which you were playing in the bar before. And they're arguing over a ruling as to what hand is stronger. Okay. I approach them like, what seems to be the trouble? Um, the, uh, the older woman who's sitting there is like, he's cheating again. Mm-hmm. I know he had a four of a kind under there, and he's trying to switch it to a full house, change the rules on me, go for a weaker hand. Hmm. What about you, sir? He's like, I didn't cheat at all. I know how the rules go. This is a full house front center. She just doesn't want to admit that I got her. Hmm. Well, how about I play against the both of you? And if I win, stop arguing. And <laughs> you tell me about a little more about your uh, your fine wagon over there. He's like, well, I always appreciate a good bet. Mm-hmm. Let's play for it. All right, sounds good. And the team gets to play. So this is not how Liar Chase actually goes, but we're going to do a little dice game real Ooh, quick. Ooh, fun. Um, borrow some D6s from the team. Okay. You're going to roll three D6. Oh, thank you. And keep them to yourself. That's the cube. It's the cube. It's the cube. It's the mind cube. Um, Your bets are so nice. I know no one you. else uh, that's bad radio. Uh, the dice are really nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's me pick some very good dice. Yeah, these are actually cohesed. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they're all yeah, purpose. Them. Thank you. All right, um, so what are we doing? So, we're going to roll your 3d6, mm-hmm. and you're going to keep it hidden. If you'd like to cheat, let me know. Okay. And I can tell you how to cheat. Okay. Um, but you're basically going... Um, they're going to be uh, first in this setup, so they're going mm-hmm. to roll... And then decide if they, or try to bet on if they have a better or worse hand. Okay. Um, for the purposes of this, it's going to be uh, the total of your dice. Okay. Um, this is not exactly how the game is played, but we'll do it as an abstraction. Okay. Uh, let me roll again. We need, like, those boxes here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, he looks across the way, and he, set, he wants to bet that he has a weaker hand. Mm-hmm. You can decide to either... Uh, accept the bet or bet that yours is differently. Is is bet that mine is weaker? Yeah, you can you can try and mm-hmm. um, say that you have a weaker hand than he does, mm-hmm. or you can try and uh, accept his bet. Not quite sure. He he's claiming he has the weakest hand. Yeah. Um, you can decide if you want to uh, basically fold mm-hmm. or uh, go in with it. Oh, I go in. Okay. Uh, so he kind of puts his dice out in the middle of the table to reveal them to you, mm-hmm. and he reveals them. He's got a total of seven. Mm-hmm. What do you got for your total? I got, like... <laughs> <laughs> so he wins, because he's got the weaker hand. He's like, you're not too good at this, are you? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, won't play another round. Sure, why not? Didn't beat me yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll roll again, and then it's your turn to decide. So I roll... Okay. And then you can decide if you have a weaker or stronger. I bet that I have a weaker hand. Okay. He agrees. He thinks he has the weaker hand. So okay. he was like, okay, good. Let's go weaker. Okay. And then everyone reveals. He's got a total of six. Eight. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> he loses again. He's like, that's all right. You're a good sport. All right. Well, this is not going very well, but at least I'm distracting them so they're yes. not paying attention. They're they're fr- they're easily distracted, and they kind of challenge you to a couple of more rounds as you guys continue to play. Uh, Bell, they seem sufficiently distracted. What are you trying to do? Trying to investigate this wagon. Uh, how so? What are you trying to discern about it? Trying to figure out what it's made of and uh-huh. look inside of it. Okay. Give me... 
Let's see. We'll call that a nature check. I'm bad. It's okay. <laughs> oh boy. Two. You have no fucking idea. I have idea. no fucking idea. You don't know anything about metal. I don't know shit about metal. It looks extremely nice. Look at that and shiny when you, wood. If you kind of like put your hands up against it, it seems very solid. It's not roughly textured like raw iron might be. Um, it feels very smooth. And it's kind of like a... It looks similar to sil- somewhere between silver and chrome. It's very, very nice looking. Very, cool. very reflective. So I go to the back and I try to look inside of it. The doors on the back are locked tightly. And while there is a window that's kind of barred up, they have a board on the inside of the wagon against this. The kind of block viewing inside. <sighs> if you'd like to, you can give me a stealth check with advantage because they're distracted if you want to get a little more hands-on. Yes. Well, not that one. I got 20. 20. Not naturally. Very good. So you feel pretty confident that no one's really watching you and no one is really listening in on you. What are you trying to do? Yes, I'm trying to push one of those boards out of the way. So you get in there and you, with your hands, you just kind of go in there. They seem like they're wedged. It seems like it's just the right size to go top to bottom, so it's kind of wedged in there just by the right side, being mm-hmm. the right size. But if you push it hard enough, it'll fall down. Is that what you're trying to do? Yes. Okay, so you push it down, and it falls, and it kind of clatters. Uh, Hawari, mm-hmm. give me a... Let's see. Let's call it a charisma check. Straight of charisma. Uh, you kind of hear the clattering of these boards. You can see Bell approaching. Uh not very much. All right. So as you're playing dice mm-hmm. with these dwarves, you can hear this kind of like metal, uh, like wood on metal clattering sound. Uh-oh. And the two dwarves like stop mid-roll like, what was that? I'm going to continue losing on purpose. Wink, <laughs> wink, to uh, keep them distracted from this bullshit. <laughs> Give me a deception check. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, uh... 18. 18. So you you kind of like a you throw your dice and you you make oh a bad bet oh as they man. turn around. You roll like two sixes in the favor. It's like, ah, oh, weaker. Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, I'm just really off my game today, Bell. So. Yeah, the old woman who doesn't seem to notice is like, hey, pay attention. We're about to take this kid for all they're worth. Oh, I'm just going to lose all of my gold pieces. I guess we all better keep our head in the game. <laughs> <laughs> all of my GPs are oh, on the line. My GPs. Please. <laughs> I hope that I get to keep them. <laughs> uh, they seem distracted enough. Uh, I'm going to look in the hole. You look inside. It's dark, but you've got extremely good dark vision. So you're I able have to superior kind of dark right vision. Wow. The entire interior is filled almost all around. Like... Hanging from the walls and the ceiling, extremely nice pillows. It is just high quality, like sultan tier pillows of all types, deliberately hanging as if to not touch the ground. 
for some unknown purpose. Like a weird. Can I do like an <laughs> insight check on that, or like an arcana? Like I don't know. You can do whatever kind of check you <laughs> want. A, a fuck hut check. A fuck hut check. Like a fuck hut check. check. I guess that'd be insight. Ooh, or sleight of hand. <laughs> I'm sorry, All that was right. terrible. It's a terrible joke. <laughs> it was delightful. Twenty one. You get the idea. This is probably for some sort of like fuck palace. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, you Nailed called it. it. Maybe you've seen something similar in like a matron's like dead. Oh, in the he's very aware of fuck pillows. And you also are very aware of how high quality they can go. Yes, and the kind of prices that these things fetch. Oh yes, the picture is starting to come together as to why this unbelievably nice wagon is transporting pillows. He's like, oh, oh, I get it, I get it, all right, yeah, I've seen those many times, I understand how weird fuck huts work. <laughs> well, that's a fuck hut on the go. Yeah, seriously. Hey, Convenience. Yeah. he's like, look, I've been there, I know, man, all right. He's very aware of what a sex pillow is. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen many. <laughs> Especially in a matron's hall. Oh, probably. So he's just like, "Oh, this isn't what we need at all. This is this doesn't matter." Or <laughs> he's like, "This is probably not what they're secretly going off the grid for." Because like, sex pillow, be a sex cult. I mean, is that hurting anyone? Sex pirates. <laughs> sex pirates. <laughs> so he, he immediately backs out and he's like, not this one. Not this one. Okay, okay. so do I kind of get like a signal? Like, yeah, I like, walk by like and I'm like, I'm just like, not this one. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? That's it. I think you beat me enough. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I guess I have, gotta give you some GP. You have lost the money you made off of the goons earlier today. It's worth it. So you're basically broken even. That's fine. Uh, Jenny. Yeah. What are you up to? While they are getting swindled and learning about fuck pillows. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know about fuck pillows. I'm like, what is that? I'm just like, well, you see, uh-huh. when you have sexual intercourse, uh-huh. sometimes you want to have a very nice place to do it. Is Jenny hearing any of that? Sometimes. Probably not, well, unless okay, you're good. at a nearby wagon. Sometimes it's meant to be a symbol of your status above who you're having sex with. Oh, okay. I know a lot about this. I from see where I'm from. Thank you. I'll <laughs> have to ask. Jenny anyway, as it's well just later. a fuck pillow. It's nothing important. I don't think anyone needs to go off the grid to trade a nice pillow to have sex with, or on, or anything, or about, or, or about, uh, or below. near <laughs> uh, with. It's all those body pillows. <laughs> Around. There's probably some. It's well, just anime body there. pillows. There's one of those like gotcha. 18 foot long like snake person ones. Oh, probably sold to Yanti. Yeah. It's a Naga uh, <laughs> anime body pillow in there, and he's like, "Yeah, that's it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, yes, Jenny, what is your line of inquiry here now? So I'm just like watching them do that. I was like, huh. Okay. You're seeing Hawari suddenly suck shit at dice in front of these dwarves, like, and I'm Belle just, kind of skulking around. I'm just like, I'm gonna talk to those oxen. I'm gonna see what's up with that. I kind of probably wanna. I think I'm not even gonna acknowledge the fact that there's the, that dragonborn there, and just kind of pretend like I'm just like excited to talk to animals, okay. and I'm just gonna, you know, cast uh, speak with animals on myself. All right, you you cast speak with animals as you're walking up, and as you do. The dragonborn kind of like gets up from where he's sitting and he kind of like walks over to you with his hand. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Hi, can I help you? Yeah, I, I've never seen oxen in this area. Really? Yeah, I'm also not from this area, so this might be a common thing here. I don't really know, but I'm very excited because they're not from where I'm from. Give him... <laughs> this is a tough one. I don't know if this where this rides the line between persuasion and deception. So I'll let you decide. I think persuasion because I'm not lying. They're They're not where I'm from. Technically, but... You were trying to deceive him in a way. That's you true. want him to go away. Yeah. What is? Oh, they're, they're both the same anyway. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. Ooh. Eighteen. I roll a nineteen. Shoot. Uh, so, what's your modifier? It's well, it's nineteen with a negative one. Oh. Uh, he's a zero. So. Uh, he's like, uh-huh, sure. You get the idea that he doesn't quite believe you. He's kind of keeping his eyes on you, kind of trying to, like, he's still got his hand up. He's like, ah, you know they're everywhere around here, right? Oxen? Can, Come on. Can you show me where I can meet some more oxen? I just want to pet one. If you want to pet one, they have a petting zoo. Their horns also look a bit rough right now. I know, they need to scratch them against the wagons for comfort. Is that true? Do you guys need to scratch your, your horns against wagons? Are you speaking in oxen? <laughs> At this point, do I speak oxen or do I just understand what oxen are saying? Mm, I think it's some sort of, it's kind of like a magical, like when you speak something, an animal can understand it and reply. Yeah. Uh, I think the animal can't really communicate more beyond like emotions or like simple ideas, but you can understand them better Mm -hmm. than someone who normally otherwise could. Yeah. I'm doing, like, pretty much, am I. Harry Potter talking to the snake and parcel tongue, or am I talking to like a dog? Like you're such a good boy. It's kind of like the parcel tongue thing. Okay, so, so you, I just do that so you, straight so up. You're kind of like mooing <laughs> in a way, <laughs> <laughs> and this druid moves back in a way that you can understand too. Uh-huh. He can also communicate with animals. He's like, "Hey, don't bother the oxen." Moo, 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 am I bothering you? Moo, 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 moo. <laughs> you are! And the oxen are like, oh, I hope we don't have to run today. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's like, don't bother the animals. They've got a big day ahead of them tomorrow. We're about to head out of here. Where are you heading to? We're heading to Luskin, and then we're heading down south to Waterdeep. Oh. We're skipping Neverwinter, because it's got issues right That's now. That's so wild, because I'm writing a paper about trade for my college. <laughs> Give him a deception check. (laughs) I'm rolling hot today on my insight. I got another 19, so he does not believe you. He's like, "Uh uh-huh, sure, kid. I think it's about time you got the hell out of here. Oh. I may be 13, but I know a liar when I see one. You're 13? I'm 13. I'm older than you. I'm, I'm practically an adult, all right, kid? I'm 19, so I'm straight up an adult. Maybe in your culture. Us noble dragonborn, we reach maturity at 15, alright? I'm just about there, so I'm gonna need you... We reach maturity at 16! I'm gonna give you one of my favorite druid lines, and I need you to make, like, a tree and get the shit out of here. Before I call my dad. Who's your dad? (laughs) 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 Okay, my dad's not here, but I will call my boss. Who's your boss? Is he you your dad? Did you your don't. dad employ you, you dork? <laughs> he's like, no. Uh, my dad. Yo, like, guys, look at this dork. He's like, okay, okay. Yo, listen. look at this fucking. Do- yeah, what? He tries to play. He's like, okay, listen, listen, listen. 
how much do I need to pay you to go away? I I have five gold pieces. That's all you have on you? I'm a druid. All right. So listen. I'm big on leaves and sticks and skins. You got five gold. What do you got in your in your caravan? A caravan stuff that needs to get traded. I can't give that what out. What kind of stuff you trading? Obviously, mining, if you mining equipment, mining equipment, mining equipment. I could use mining equipment. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I could. For what? Mining, obviously. <laughs> Are you a mi- you don't I'm look a, like a miner. I'm under twenty one. I'm a miner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> he, he points he's like, you got me there. <laughs> Let me at least see what you got. If you want to, listen, I'm not authorized to make purchases. I just tend to the oxen and you're bothering the oxen and you're bothering me. Listen, you give me the five gold. Let me talk to your oxen a little bit. I'm Let giving you the five gold to go away. I'm not going to give you five gold to continue to hang around and talk to my oxen. <laughs> give me three gold and three minutes with the oxen. No. If you want to talk to the oxen, you give me Four gold. Fine, but you give me the five gold first. No, this is not how this works, my friend. Why? It sounds like you're some sort of dork. Listen, listen, cool it. I'm trying to make an impression here. What all kind right, of impression. Don't make me call my boss. Listen, I need to look in front of my boss. I'm about to call my boss. I'm gonna call my boss. Call your boss. I'll call my boss, and our bosses will battle. Listen, my boss works at Nintendo. Are we about to? <laughs> are we get deception? <laughs> please be good, please be good. I don't know. That's a five, my friend. That's a four, then. Ooh. He's like, I don't believe that. I don't... You Do you know how many times I've had folks tell me that their boss works at Nintendo, their uncle works at Nintendo, their brother works at Nintendo? I don't believe it for a second. Listen, I'm 13. I've been around the block. All right? I know what's what. And I think it, what's what right now is that you need to get the hell out of here. I just moo at him. And I say, moo the words dork in oxen he's like it's time for you to go where's my five gold in hell motherfucker give me the five Get the gold fuck give me the five gold i'm not giving away. you anything oh I'm, my god right. this dork's going back on his deal he pulls out a sending stone <laughs> from his pocket and he's like boss we got a situation down here and the situation is that your employee is a dork and i just fucking sprint <laughs> <laughs> Give I also me... cast fog cloud behind me. <laughs> <laughs> a big fog cloud sets out. Uh, and by run away, I actually sneak into the caravan. Oh. Give me a stealth check. Nice. I'm also screaming I'm running away. Give me a stealth <laughs> and a perception check. Oh, okay. So stealth first. Us. Does it's good? Uh. 20. Not natural, though. 20 total? Okay. And give me a perception, too. 18. 18? Okay, cool. So you're able to notice that the caravan that the this dragonborn seems to be kind of watching over consists of five carriages. And it looks like you'll be able to get into just about any of them. Um, here's a quick rundown on them. Um, there is a caravan that looks like it is Pretty pretty standard. Um, it looks like it is not particularly heavy, heavily weighed down. There's another caravan, the one that Bell noticed before, that's made of all wood all the way around, which seems a little strange, but not completely out there. There's another caravan that looks like it's got nice metal banding on it with a nice kind of like seat at the front for whoever is managing the beast of burden that's pulling it. There's another caravan that looks like it's got kind of like... 
not quite lawn chairs, but the fancy equivalent mm-hmm. set up on top of it so someone can sit on top and watch. There's another caravan that's got uh, runners along the sides of it for people to stand on. And then there is another, I keep saying caravan, but the word is actually carriage. <laughs> there's another carriage that is it's similar to the first one in design. It's relatively unremarkable, you know, wooden chassis, metal bandings around it, that kind of thing. Which one would you like to try and uh, get into? The all wood one is the one that was shaking, right? Uh, Bell saw it shaking, yes. Yeah, I'll pick that one. You want to pick the lock on it? It is locked. Are they all locked? They are all locked. They have kind of like a padlock system running on front. Um, this one, however, in particular, the all wooden one, has more than one. Hmm. That's the most suspicious one. Mm-hmm. I'm already, I got a 20 stealth, so I feel like I could be... I can pick into this lock. Well, lock picking is going to be... Do you have thieves tools? Oh, I have a whole bunch of shit in my bag. Do you have thieves tools? I don't have anything written down for what I have. You, are you a rogue? No. And you probably don't have thieves So I can't tools. pick any of these locks. You can't pick any of these locks. They're all made of wood, though? Or, like... The caravan is made of wood. The locks are not. Are they, do they have, like, uh, canvas tops? No. They are... Like, it's like a wooden carriage. So it's it's enclosed by a structure on all four sides. And then it has a little set up in the front for folks to kind of ride along in it. Um, but yeah, it is, it is enclosed on the side. It's not like a, like an Oregon trail, a covered wagon kind of deal. That's what I totally pictured. (laughs) Me too. There are, there are are those here, but none of them are in this particular caravan. Um, can I, with my perception check or with another type of check, tell if there's like a secret entrance or like a hidden Panel? If you want to look around, you can give it an investigation check. I want to invest. Well. Well. Wait, no. 13. 13. So, with that investigation check, you don't see any secret ways in, um, but what you do notice is that there has been a very deliberate effort to build the main chassis of this caravan entirely out of wood. Things that are... As as far as the other caravans are concerned, if you're looking at those in reference to this, uh, things that should be built out of metal for obvious reasons are not. It's all uh, wood. I'm going to, uh, so instead of going inside of it, I'm just going to, like, hold onto the bottom. You hold just, like, the bottom? Sort of just, like, hiding underneath the bottom of this caravan, just, like, holding, like, as hard as I can to the bottom of it, just hiding there. Okay. How long do you want to keep that up for? Fucking for until I could get someone's attention or till they're like, where did he go? Where's, where'd, where'd the fish lady person run? Okay. So you're hiding underneath the bottom of this caravan. Yep. Let's go to, back to Bell and Hawari. What are the two of you up to? I'd imagine I think, I I think we've heard you screaming about dorks. Yeah, I think one of you got waved at by Jenny uh-huh. while they were investigating this. And then you probably heard like... Humanoids making mooing sounds for a little bit. You you definitely heard a little bit of the argument how they had with the Zahn. Hmm. Um, I feel like we should go check that out. Probably. Because that sounds like a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, right. let's, let's go see what's going on over there. All right. So you guys roll up. There's also a big old fog cloud floating yeah, over there. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Why yeah, did there, that happen? <laughs> that's true. There is a fog cloud now. And you can. there are a couple of different people in the... The, uh, the the truck stop area, mm-hmm. kind of like waving blankets and laundry at us, trying to disperse this fog cloud. Oh, um, and it is—it's a little slow going, but they're working on it. 
And as you guys approach, uh, Dazan the Dragonborn greets uh, Bell. So I'm really, he's like, hey, what's long time to see? Haha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my classmate came through here, I think. He kind of squints at you, he's like, uh huh. She's a little weird, as you can tell. She's she, uh, foreign. She's blue? Yeah. Yeah, I saw her. Yeah, she's a little weird. You guys are together? No, but we are taking the same college course. Uh huh. Give him a deception check. Let's see. Um, what am I doing? Deception. Deception. Fourteen. He he kind of squints at you like he's kind of re-examining what you've told him before. He's like, okay, and I want to apologize because she's kind of a freak. Do you know where she went? No, she f- she. Dropped a fog cloud on us and then vanished. And I go Listen, find her? you need her? to find your classmate. Yeah, I'm going to go find her. And you need to maybe leave us alone. I think we've had enough. Who's we? Me and Dachshund. They're very fussy animals and we're about to head out in the morning. Where were you heading again? You get mining equipment, right? We have the mining equipment. We're about to go distribute it. We're going to sell it. You got a ton of vans for mining equipment, so it's like a big... You told me what a mine was. It was like a big place. It's a big tunnel. Uh-huh. They can be anywhere. Uh-huh. You've probably seen a couple, because, you know, you live in tunnels, I assume. Well, yes, but they're tunnels. We don't call them mines. You know, fair. Uh, yeah, we're heading to Luskin, and then we're heading down south towards Waterdeep. All Stop. right, well... I think we're going to end up Baldur's Gate, head back up. Pretty down south. It's going to take a couple months. I'm going to find her. All right, just, you want me to come with you? I'll come with you. Sure, come with us. I'll come with you. And he does. Okay. He's kind of following closely behind Uh-oh. the group. What are you guys doing? Uh, uh, well, I worry about this guy being on our tail. Don't worry about this guy being on our tail. Okay. I turn to him. And I start talking to him. Mm-hmm. And who, how long are we hanging out together, would you say? However long you want to be. Can it be over a minute? <laughs> it's probably been over a minute. Can I just start having a conversation with him? Yeah. And then it slowly, slowly starts getting weirder and weirder. How so? I turn to him and I'm like, so what are your parents like? Well, you know, my dad's a big fighter. Hit champion for a while. My mom, you know, was a monster hunter, but kind of settled down after a close call with a manticore. Uh, I've been living, you know, big life. I didn't want to. I didn't want to live as dangerously, so I kind of that's fair. You know, pursued the more natural things in life. And what did you say your name was? Dazan. Yeah. What was your last name? Would you say your last name was Kid? I think he has. I don't think. I did not write it down. We will find you. Just make it up. His last name is. I have a cheat sheet for this. Oh, God. Dragonborn last names are disgusting. 
My last name is Hishothroth. All right. I'm Dazan Hishothroth. I've heard of your family. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What about him? That manticore. I heard that it wants revenge. I heard that it's coming for you. The dead one? I heard that it's coming for your whole family. I don't think you understand how manticores... Do you understand how manticores work? His eyes widen like he thought he did, but is now questioning. In the Underdark, we are surrounded by manticores. I don't know if you know this. We have a lot of creatures in the Underdark. They don't die that easily. And then I just start talking to him about how this manticore is coming for him. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use words of terror. (laughs) (laughs) How does words of terror work? Words of terror works like this. Let me see. I gotta look at my notes. Words of terror. You speak to a person for one minute and still fear for one hour if the wisdom (laughs) throw has failed. Oh, shit. So he's got to make a wisdom saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one. <laughs> Undoubtedly yeah. a failure. Oh, He'll become God. frightened of you for the duration. Duration being an hour? Yes. He fucking bolts. Oh, yeah. He runs as far away from you as he can. Good. Full sprint. Uh, drops his staff. Fucking grass is falling out of his pockets. He makes a break for it, and other onlookers in the, the truck stop area are like, what the hell is going on with this guy? This is a little... What? Uh, Belle looks around like, what could have possibly... Like, why did he do that? That's crazy. <laughs> and then he turns, and he's like, Miss Jewel Shard, you may continue your search. <laughs> oh, that's like something a dork would have done. <laughs> um, so, we found it, and go for it. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know how to pick a lock? I can do my best. I have those weird hands. Do you have thieves tools? No. Then you can't pick a lock. So none of us have thieves tools. I mean, can we break the lock? Hold you on. can try. You can try to break it. But if you, if you don't have thieves tools, you don't necessarily have the tools available to pick it. Mm-hmm. Destroying um, it is a different matter. Right. Uh, I also want to cast detect portal. Detect portal? The closest portal to you is the one in the tavern that you came from. Gotcha. Um, Uh, At this point, I want everyone to make a perception check for me. Oh, here. 17. 17? Okay. 17 for Belle. 14. 14 for Jenny. (laughs) Four. (laughs) Four for Hawaii. So... Bell and Jenny notice pretty quickly while they're while they're kind of like weighing their options on this lock here that there is a group of people quickly kind of converging on this wagon group. And you guys can kind of get a look at them while they're still like 40, 50 feet away from you. Um, it looks like there is a human woman, red hair, kind of freckled, um, but scarred as hell, wearing like combat gear. Making her way towards you, she's flanked by an orc that's maybe two feet taller than her, right behind her, to her right. And there are, like, four other kind of, like, roughly dressed humans also making their way. All in this, like, big entourage that she's kind of leading, coming towards the wagon. Belle, 
your perception is a little bit higher. So you also notice, in addition to this entourage rolling up, mm -hmm. uh, you can hear the sounds of squeaking inside the wagon. Kind of like a something like rustling around, like there's something moving within a wall of sorts. Kind of like a rat within a wall, but not quite. You live underground. You know rats, and this isn't quite a rat, mm -hmm. but it's close. I try. You don't know it's there. Oh. You didn't hear the squeaking. Only Bell did. Whoa! It's in one of the wagons. It's in the the wooden wagon that you guys are near. I was the like, one hey, that Jenny there's... was like hiding underneath of. Well, I would turn to Jenny and be like, "There's a creature in there. Can you talk to it? Is that a thing that you can do, Miss Dulshard? I can speak to animals. As you guys are discussing, though, this group is. Quickly converging on you. We should all hide. Like Everyone a, like hide a underneath power them. walk making their way downtown. Y'all want to hide fast. underneath this thing? Um, I would like to use predigitation. <laughs> Press the digitation. Digitation. And yes. conjure up an illusion of a huge old pile of gold right over that way. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> all right. So, uh, an image of gold just poof appears in the corner here. Like just just far away enough for it to be like they're gonna be distracted. Okay. Let's see here. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Okay. A couple of the goons look away at the uh the pile of gold you've conjured. But the the woman leading the charge and the orc behind her do not. And they keep on moving. Let's just hide underneath. I cast illusory script mm -hmm. on a piece of blank paper. Okay. Pocket. Sure. What would you like to write on it? It is an official Waterhaven state, like, like paper uh -huh. that says we are part of the Waterhaven, uh, Guard troop. In what language? Because common. You, you can't read common. It doesn't matter. It says... Well, it, does, it says it has to be a language I know. Does that mean I have to have to read it? I, w I would say... If you're trying to create letters on a sheet... Very well. Elven. So. Elven. 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 All right, so you're making an elven writ from Silvery Moon. I don't know. Like, I'm crawling back under uh, instantly. <laughs> So you're still underneath. Yeah. Like, just like. <laughs> yeah. Um, this group approaches you. And she's like, all right, I think it's. Uh, the woman of friends like, all right, gang. I think it's about time you left. I show them this paper. She's like, what the hell is this? It's chicken scratch. You can't read Elvin? No. And if I can't read it, I'm not bound by it. So I need you and your uh, tall friend here to get the hell away from my caravan. We're heading out. I'm going to square up, even though I'm five foot four. She is taller than you. I don't care. All right. I'm going to square up. How are you I'm, squaring up? I'm just going to be like, look, I was sent by a Waterhavian noble, Elven Waterhavian, to make sure that their goods were getting delivered to them because there's been a lot of, of problems on the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm here on official business to make sure that there is no uh, tomfoolery mm -hmm. around these parts. Okay. Ma'am. Give me a deception check. Jesus. 
Up above. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. She gives you a look. And she's like, Noble or not? Where's or not? What goes on in my wagon is no business of a string-beaned kid like you. How old are you, ma'am? Do you I don't know need how old y'all I to shove off. You know how old I am? I don't care how old you are. It's time for you and your crew to leave. We're heading out now. She snaps uh, her uh, fingers, and the uh, the goons kind of following her start taking up positions on this wagon as if they're getting ready to kind of move out. You can right. see the druid now, his entire body, despite the fact that he's pretty tall, cowering behind this, like, orc. <laughs> that seems like he's dragged him over by the wrist, and he's the orc is like, get everything saddled up and get ready to get out of here. Or uh, the dragonborn kind of like like tries to make his way around the caravan, keeping eye contact on you, Bell, at all times. <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely staring at him. He's trying. He's trying to like sidestep you, not to move any closer to you until he can break line of sight. Uh, where he's go- he starts trying to get the oxen tied to the carts, uh, while the apparent leader of this group is kind of staring you down, and he's like, "Do I?" Don't make me repeat myself. I'm just like... It's time for y'all to leave. Put my hands up very well. You'll be hearing from my employer later on. I'm sure I will. And then I walk around a corner where they can't see me. Okay. You make your way around the corner of the closest building outside of the area. And then I cast invisibility on myself. All right. You turn invisible. Hawaii, what are you doing? I'm going to try and stall. (laughs) Because I see that you're trying to do something. So I like to square up. On this lady and be like, ma'am, your ignorance does not excuse you from any tomfoolery, as my subordinate has said. I don't appreciate you accusing me of tomfoolery when there is clearly no tomfoolery going on here. I mean, I'm just trying to do my job. I, me too. Mm-hmm. And my job is about to be on the road uh-huh. in about 20 minutes from now. Ma'am, if you And just, if you delay if you... me another five minutes, I was going to be hell to pay. Really? And she kind of like, uh, actually... Does so. She kind of like gestures out to the side with her arm, but in a way that you get the idea that she is gesturing to move her coat out of the way to expose the weapon strapped mm-hmm. to her hip. Uh-huh. And I, I summon my weapon. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. All right. What is that like? This massive, ridiculous, uh, like spearhead, sort of spear axe head that's like made out of this crackling lapis lazuli energy <laughs> and like mm-hmm. black metal. I'm just like, I'm sorry, you were saying? You, Jenna, you're under the cart. You see this like massive crystal and polygons just like shoop, down to the floor near Hawari's <laughs> feet. Um, I hold on a little bit tighter. Ma'am, if you just tell us what you know. We have a, we have a writ here. If you just tell us what you know, then there's not going to be any problems. If there's any tomfoolery, quote unquote, then mm-hmm. I'll make sure to plead your case, and you will not get into any trouble. Uh, give her a deception check. Oh boy. Uh, eight. That doesn't beat my seventeen. Uh, she pulls her weapon, mm-hmm. and behind her, the orc pulls his weapon, mm-hmm. and the goons that are paying attention aren't distracted by the gold or setting up. Also pull their weapons. There are about six guys with swords uh, in, like, a semicircle around you. And he's like, I don't think I got the time to read your writ. Mm-hmm. 
You can take it and go. That's a cool trick you got there. But uh, I'm not too impressed. Whatever Bell is doing, please hurry. (laughs) My my crew is about to hit the road. Uh Uh-huh. So I need you to beat feet. (laughs) Um, uh, fuck. Uh, Belle, you're invisible watching this happen. What -hmm. is your plan? I am going to... I was going to sneak onto one of these wagons. Try to go with them. Which one do you want to sneak onto? The wooden one. The wooden wooden one. one. Okay. Give me... Well, you can't sneak on the bottom, where Jenny is hiding. Yes. Which, by the way, Jenny, give me a constitution check. Oh, this has been a couple of minutes now. 17. Pretty good. It's getting tough, but you are holding in there. This is a pretty good workout for you. The constitution wouldn't be strength? I, no, because this is like an endurance check. So it's not, like, physically difficult, but maintaining it is hard. Okay. Um, so, about where are you trying to get on this cart from? I'm just holding on to the back. So you're going to jump onto the back. Just kind of get on me. Give me a stealth check at advantage. Because you're mm-hmm. invisible. Mm-hmm. Ah, 14. Both times, but hold on. 18. 18 total? Okay. You are invisible, but not silent. But this is a fact that you know well. And you do your best to kind of mask your footfalls... As you climb onto this wagon, you're trying to distribute your weight in a way so that it doesn't shake too, too much. And you're able to get yourself in a position that seems solid and doesn't look like, yeah, doesn't look like anyone's noticed. Um, so you're in your position. Hawari, what are you doing? Um, if you'd like to, give me a perception check just to see if you notice Bell peeking up behind you. Oh, jeez. Coming in hot from behind. Five. No. I don't think I've rolled anything you... above a ten today. <laughs> <laughs> you are not quite sure. You don't know what Bell's planned, but it's been a bit. Okay. I'm I'm just going to assume and pray that both of you are somewhere on this caravan. Mm-hmm. Um how about this? Let's make a deal. But I don't I don't want to get violent. So why don't you just take me to where you're going and I can observe for myself that there's nothing funny going on and then we can just go our separate ways. Give me a persuasion check. 22. Oh, Thank that, fucking God. Did you get a natural 20? Yes. All right. Nice. So she's like, okay. Why did you enough. say so? Fair enough. But you're going to be right under my terms. Understand? You're going to stay in the cart that I tell you to stay in, and you're not going to bother our team until we get to where we're going. Got it? Or I blinks a few times. Sure. Great. And she kind of uh, snaps her fingers, and the orc kind of comes forward. Uh, she addresses him as Kagak. She's like, Kagak, put this one in your cart. Car number two, staking in the front, right behind mine. Understand? And Kagak kind of acknowledges, like, no problem. He turns to you. Uh, how tall are you, Hawari? 5'10". 5'10"? He is, like, 6'7". Pretty tall guy. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like looking down. He's like, "Come with me. You sit in my cart." All right. And you follow him to one of the more rudimentary-looking carts. It's the cart that's kind of built for riding of sorts. So it's kind of like an extra setup up front. And he opens up the back door, and you can see there's kind of like boxes of equipment set up inside. 
and there is uh in one corner kind of like a a bedroll kind of stretched up across a couple of boxes with like a little handbag. And he puts he gets inside and sits down on the bedroll and then points to the boxes across the wagon. He's like, You sit here and you don't move. Don't touch my things. Understand? Which things are your things? The things on this side of the room. You understand me? Sure. Good. And then he kind of like pounds on the top of the wagon and uh, you hear like uh, from above another person pound back twice. And with that, the wagon starts to pick itself up and get ready to go. Uh, Jenny, give me another constitution yeah. check. I was say, like, as they're getting in there, can I use the rope in my bag to make myself like a little harness? Give me a sleight of hand check. If you want to maintain where you're hiding while you set this up for yourself. Funny, but not natural. Nice. Uh, you've probably learned a couple things in the uh, undersea scouts about not tying. Yeah. So you're able to kind of set yourself up against the axles, tie yourself in there. Um, the squeaking above is now becoming apparent to you too. And you can hear kind of like scratching at the boards inside. You can hear a two bell, but it's most apparent to you, Jenny, because you're directly underneath I understand whatever that. is in here. Do I understand uh, the squeak? Um, speak with animals? To speak with animals, specified beasts. Hold. <laughs> it's okay. I'll cut the big break out. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Sided Spies. We hope this mission report proves useful. If you need any further information, including other mission logs, agent profiles, and more, infiltrate our website at spiescast.com. Thank you. See you next time.